Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash Valuetown. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 183 of Value Town. I'm Jamie MV, and Gara's here, of course, with me each and every week. What's up, Gara? Um, not much. Playing a bunch of Hearthstone. Today Good. I started playing a little bit of WoW because the new content is out, but mainly grinding the new season. Nice, nice. No guests today, but you know the nice thing about not having a guest is your camera is so clear when <laughs> we don't have like another person on the show. I freaking love it. Uh, I look like a snake. <laughs> you look like a snake. <laughs> oh man! So, but uh, because we don't have a guest today, guys, we're going to take a lot of questions at the end. So be ready for that. Uh, but today we still got a lot of things to talk about. We got the meta, of course, that's still changing. It seems like we got a pretty good reaction from last week. Um, in terms of what the meta is like this week. And then we had two big events this uh, last week. One, obviously, the EU playoffs that, that happened, and four people qualified uh, from there. And then we had the Geico, PAX, or Geico Gaming PAX West event that was like pros versus Joes type of thing, you know, where they have you know very well-known pros kind of go against uh, folks that were not so known. And had a first-time winner there, which we'll be talking about in a second. And then Q&A, of course, again, we'll take some... Um, questions from email but you can save them too in, in twitch uh, twitch chat and we'll we'll read them out at the end all right our week in hearthstone so you've been playing a lot of hearthstone gara anything particular it's the first days right of um uh the new season actually how'd you finish last season because we haven't talked since then uh not good i decided to go to to bed instead like oh, go to bed okay yeah Sleep. because I, because i'm I realized that I'm streamer first. I stream eight hours a day, and you you basically yeah. in the end of the season you have to play thirty hours straight. Oh my god! I run thirty hours straight to get your finish guaranteed, mm -hmm. and I, I I just can't justify that. It's like it messes up your entire sleep schedule, but also your entire stream schedule. I did it for like I started doing it on the first day because of Asa finish, but I couldn't do it uh, to try to get an NA finish. Yeah. So. That's I got to like 250 or something, but that's not a finish. In Europe, everything that is not top 20 is not a finish. Oh man! Only yeah. top 20 counts. If you yeah. if you got top 50 finish, it's a fail of yeah. 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 Well, it's so competitive in your EU, so totally can totally see that. But yeah, I know what you mean, man. Stream. I don't know how how people do it. Like they stream and then they they'll just play a ton. I think some people just take off, right? They just don't stream like those last yeah. couple of days and they just play straight. So yeah, pretty much have to do that if you're going to to try to make it in. Uh, but anyways, like this week, you know, just, I guess you know after this kind of grind at the end, anything cool you've been playing this week? Um, it's going well. I'm almost legend on two servers now. I okay. got legend super fast on one server in like mm -hmm. one day, and I'm two games away from second server legend. So after five days, that's like pretty good. Usually your aim yeah. is like after six days. Yeah. And didn't even play on Sunday, so that's really nice. It's going great. Uh, I'm playing Shadowwalk Shaman. It's working insanely. Shadowwalk well. Shaman. Wow. Okay. It's, the is it the temp the tempo one, right? Like just like no, the new the old one. The old, old one. Oh my gosh. What is that actually doing well? I totally missed it. it if it's doing it's, well. 
it's by far my best performing deck. I feel like I can beat oh, everything. Nice. I can even beat Quest Rooks. So it's just a deck that can beat everything. Togwiggle, Baku Warriors are like free win whenever you face that. I can even beat Token Druids. I, I beat like every Token Druid I face, and that used to be also a counter de deck. Wow. Uh, because you play double MC tag and you have the Elsa. Is it called Elsa? The, the elemental that gives you double lightning storm. That card is such a huge buff to the deck. It's it's actually... Well, who is it? Elsa? What? Which one? Elise or Elsa. Like the, the free mana elemental that double... double oh, the storm surge? You mean the... Elect the um, Electra. Elect Electra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the legendary, right? Yeah. That yeah, that card's amazing against Token Druid because you actually get to you know do Lightning Storm twice, right? Which is perfect. Uh, wow, uh, I, I didn't you know I've definitely seen it a little bit you know like on streams, but I didn't actually realize it was good. Um, good. Let me actually look at the let's just look at the stats for this. Like so, Shutterwalk. Sh okay, it's good. Okay, the stats look okay. Odd Rogue, well, Odd Rogue, Odd. But for Shutterwalk Shaman, the stats on Agents Replay always look super bad, even when it was really good. It was always like 40%. It's, I think it's just because too many people play it badly. I think yeah, that's but that's what thing. I think. I like yeah. to me, it's back in an HS3, but it looks like a, like Yeah, like Token one. Druid, like this. This this is really low. Yeah, yeah. I won every every Token Druid wow. match. Uh, but it's it's like you have to map out the entire match and know what you have yeah. to do. Yeah, it sounds oh. like it's it sounds like the um the skill cap is super high. Oh, this oh, is whoa, our whoa, whoa, whoa. sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and actually ran that video oh. again there for like a crazy person but um yeah so it sounds like the you know skill cap is super high so uh god we, we will have that soon man. we will have that eventually where we can actually see like who the yeah, how like really good shadow walk shamans perform versus you know people that are not so great um wow that's and that's awesome because I, i've just been doing you know pretty much what everybody else has been doing playing playing either token druid or death rattle hunter or you know even odd paladin i think i think it's not even a bad time to play um actually you know what it is it's a great time to play secret hunter that's what it is because i um i kind of realized and um i realized that like a couple days ago and then you know, sure enough i go to the site you know a day or two later and it's like secret hunters number one so but but the first ever I just changed to Shadow Walk on the second server, but first server I did Legend with Temple Mage almost exclusively. Yep. I saw like that people doing that. So you, you were day. telling me about that last week, right? Like you had a lot of success with with Temple Mage, and then yeah. um, it just punishes greed the best. It's like the best face deck in the game. Yeah, you, you think? Yeah, definitely. Like from from the pure face decks. It's definitely uh, the best ones. If you don't count Autroke, it's definitely better than Autroke in like how mm -hmm. face energy it is. So it really punishes like greed. People are playing like you know quest rogue. Whenever you face that, that's a free win. That's obviously nice. But whenever you face Barker Warrior, that's an auto lose. So extremely polarized matchups, and this is what people really hate or seem to hate. It's just that yeah, whatever deck you face, it well, it's not that. I mean. I wouldn't say that's necessary. I mean, I, I think that yeah, those decks that you mentioned were definitely true. But you know, when you get into the token druid, odd paladin, you know, Zulok and stuff like that, I feel like it, it's not like crazy polarizing. I mean, in, in fact, I think the trend happened just so that they would counter quest rogue and things like that to to just just knock that out of the meta completely, at least for a week. Um, 
at least the legend, the 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 ladder meta, not so much the 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 vent ladder. So I think that's kind of why we've seen Secret Hunter, you know, rise to the top because we we saw this during the week, you know, this Death Rattle Token Druid and and Odd Palade doing super well. And um, I was trying to tell people like a little little tip, like on in terms of like how to figure out what to play at times, you know, especially if you're like rank one or whatever. You just look at what the most popular things are, like right here. And then you go into the matchups page, guys, and just look, you know, the top three things are like pretty much right here or, or close to up here. And you just look for the basically the red squares. <laughs> Whichever has all the red squares for the same three matchups, that's what you should be playing. So that basically told me to play, you know, Secret Hunter like a few days ago. And it looks like, you know, that's pretty much what's happening. So the trend right now looks like it's aggro. You know, or just tempo, aggro, you know, just all the way up to, to some mid-range. But, you know, there's no control deck in sight here. Like, it seems to be just gone, right? Because of, um, you know, just because of whatever the the quest row kind of thing last week. So is that kind of what you're noticing too? I mean, you're you're using Shadowwalk to kind of go up against some of these decks to successfully. But is that the trend that you're seeing against uh, the people that you're playing? I feel like people are playing everything across the field, so? like a lot of different decks. Mm -hmm. Usually you feel like, oh, I face a lot of Druids or I face a lot of Zoo. Yeah. But now these past five days, it feels like people play everything. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when it's a more aggro-ish meta, I think it feels healthier to me at least than when we have a control yeah. meta. Because it, as soon as it goes control, it goes immediately anti-control. <laughs> and then it's... Yeah, yeah. Then it's just and then that's what we what we saw. <laughs> yeah, like two weeks. Anti control before. versus anti control is not very fun to play. Yeah, and they're typically deck. We talked about last week, so it's probably not not worth talking too much more. It's just generally not not fun decks, you know, and in decks that feel no, the, good for the, the game. meta. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the games take longer. Like when you play control versus aggro, the games are short, but aggro versus aggro is short too. Yeah, but when you go anti control versus anti control, you have like your one hour matches. Yeah, and that's why. Uh, oh, you might move your mic a little closer. Um, the, that's why, like, it's so easy to climb the ladder whenever like aggro is really good too. People just cycling through games super fast, and just got to pick the right one. Um, so yeah, you know, right now I think that's what you're kind of seeing. You know, we talked about even just like what we anticipated going into, or what kind of lineups would be, you know, decent even going into the the weekend. And I think just generally speaking, it is a you know an aggro time, uh, you know, which probably is refreshing to some folks that you know probably like to play aggro over uh control but here anyways i have the power rankings and the class popularity for a meta pulse like always um so power rankings it looks like that uh war you know war, war no, warlock went up a little bit hunter went down a little bit uh and we saw priests get out of the cellar for the first time in since this expansion started so um, you know, pretty big news from Priest. Actually, Priest is up like almost three percent this week. So, um, what deck is it? What what, what is it <laughs> that's causing that? Do you do you even know? I'm not even sure I know I, what deck that is. That's I think it can only be Mind Blast Priest. Like if I you mean, said really? if it's a more aggro meta, yeah, because Mind Blast Priest is good to Oh, aggro. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. Uh, like token ish decks, like mm -hmm. token druid and zoo. yeah. Even Hunter against Secret Hunter, like even against Deathrattle Hunter, Priest is pretty good. It just like happens to be good in the meta. Yeah. And not so much like, you know, uh, Miracle Rope or whatever. Like the decks that usually counter Priest. 
uh, not to play too much. Yeah, the biggest drop came from Warrior. You know, like I think the you know the time for the odd warriors seems to have um, passed. You know, now you're seeing some decks that actually do pretty well. You know, I mean, odd warrior does pretty well against some of these decks. You know, some of these aggro decks, just not all of them. And I think that's why you're starting to see, you know, hunters and things like that starting to beat it pretty regularly. And so we saw warrior drop down to to seventh. You know, probably dropped a couple percent there. Um, and no, and warrior is not so good to this token droid because you run mm -hmm. no whirlwinds and no baron yeah, That's true. They could make adjustments to to, to run some of those, but. Um, you know, some of the earlier, like, recruitish type of, you know, warriors, uh, you know, maybe maybe they could respond with that sort of thing. Those were pretty good against uh, token druids, but uh, we'll have to see if they're, you know, the warrior players out there do respond. Class-wise, popularity, I mean, it's totally polarized at this point. <laughs> Look at the discrepancy. It's top four have, like, how, what is this, rough math? It's, like, almost 60% of the entire... Uh, class or just class makeup right now so it's uh quite a huge gap between rogue and mage here so um yeah i mean it's actually it's not even 60 it's 70 percent yeah 70 percent of all all the the games uh let's see priest is still at three percent paladin's at 3.9 percent that's actually surprising to me because odd paladin's quite good right now so I, I figured a lot of people would be playing it and uh, especially for like a short period of time, it was like a counter to, you know, the the whole Death Rattle Hunter Zulakish time, you know, and um, so uh, yeah, that being at three point nine percent, man, that's that's really low. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see. For 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 me, it was it's weird to see Mage as the lowest power ranking mm -hmm. because I I did so insanely well with Temple Mage, but it, I think because of the rise of Secret Hunter. Uh, it changes the meta. Secret Hunter is becoming the most popular deck because a lot of the pros got to legend with it. Like Fino was using it, Mazi was using it, Borg Control is using it, and it's a more refined list. And it's kind of like a deck that is, does well versus everything. It's interesting to see the class popularity of Hunter going down, even though my impression is it's going up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I mean, it, th there's a red arrow there, but it didn't really go down that much. You know, it just went down in ranking. So yeah. don't, yeah, don't get confused with that because that, that, that can be a little misleading. You know, so, you know, Mage, again, Mage 47, like it being in last place didn't mean it really dropped that much. It just meant that Priest went up a ton. Like Priest went up like 3% pretty much so um that's that's more indicative I and mean, we're seeing a pretty close you know it's like 40 51.2 percent 47.3 that's pretty healthy you know in terms of like a i think a, a gap between the classes it's not too and bad finally, finally rock going down in percentage so it seems like the tanto is really just countering rock finally yeah like else yeah rock was just too popular i think last month rock and druid Mm -hmm. Now it's like Druid, just because Druid has so many archetypes, Druid will always have a deck that will be good in the meta. Some <laughs> sort of like either token Druid or money Druid. They're so lucky. <laughs> yeah. There's today so I many faced, tools. It's crazy today, the amount of tools. Yeah, today I faced Taunt Druid again. So that is. I my... always say Taunt. Dude, no matter when I play, I will always run into somebody that plays Taunt Druid. And it's the longest freaking game ever. 
but actually now that I'm playing more aggro decks, I just quit. Like I, I don't even bother. I just it's like it's not even worth like trying or, or waiting for that. Well, actually, I'll wait till the spreading plague and then I'll I'll quit. <laughs> That's basically how it goes. Um, but yeah, druids just there's just too, so many different tools that it will take a long time for druid not to be good again. Has druid ever been bad? No. It's never been bad, right? The his history no. of Hearthstone, Druid has never been bad. You could only argue in the very, very first months, but when I've won the first DreamHack, I used Druid. I used like the first RAM Druid. This is like before we had any Druid meta deck. So oh, that was, was before Co Savage, right? It's combo, right? Like no, people haven't even discovered it then. Yeah, that was before that. It was in the game, but people haven't discovered the deck. Well, and... Was that before the Strife Co Crow Yeti mid range? Drew? Yeah, before that. It was even before no, the, that? Mm, no, I think that was ESG and Fight Night. That was before the yeah. first remake. Okay, because that was like the first Druid that I, I remember yeah. at least. But even that, yeah, yeah, even that deck was good. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, like back Druid. when we had broken cards, like, don't, like, Sun, you know, like, Shattered Sun Clerics that, you know, were 3-3 three, three and did but they're just ridiculous stuff, right? People played Ancient Watcher plus Keeper in Druid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Dark Iron Dwarf, he used to be super good, like crazy good. So yeah, Druid's always been good. Point is, and you know, uh, and there's been a little bit of some hints at maybe nerfs to wild growth and nourish. You know, like I, that's something we didn't talk about last week. The XR hinted at is we might see some changes to that, which would be um, pretty good. It's not that we don't have any supplements for them now. You know, we have Biology Project and other ramping cards, so. I think people would just use those instead. Um, but yeah, Druid is set up to but, be good for a while. Yeah, design-wise, you can't really create new ramp cards that are better than Wildgrove or Nourish. Mm -hmm. But that's what they want to do. They're trying to make these like slightly weaker ramp cards so people go away from them. But people will always play Nourish and Wildgrove. So that's kind of boring in a way because people play these cards for years. Yeah, And it's hard to create new cards that will see play in Druid. I, you know, to, to be honest, like I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where there's identity that you know, like druids are known for that. You know, ramp druid, I feel like is is completely or ramp period, obviously, right, is completely connected with druid, and um, you know, having like a, a deck that will always have the ability to play your your stupid big cards, you know, in the in the collection. I feel like is a, is a cool thing, and having having the same class be that is is okay with no. me. Uh, I, I I wasn't talking about that, but different mm -hmm. ramp cards. Obviously, oh. the ramp aspect, but to create different ramp cards that are mm -hmm. like that you, you would play over Vikroof for Nourish. Yeah, it's it's impossible. You can't make a better Vikroof. Yeah, uh, so there was like this time where people played Danasus Aspirant, right? Mm -hmm. So it felt different. It was still ramp, but it was so different, and. Yeah, right. It wasn't now, super for, good to, at the same time, right? Like I, I feel yeah. Darnassus Aspirant was a, a really well designed card. Yeah, so yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, but right now you can't make ramp cards that are just you know stupidly broken because that's what you have to do. That yeah. people would replace micro. I don't think people will ever replace micro. You would just add micro in addition. <laughs> I just can't imagine like there's like a better micro in the game, and then you're like, ah, I'm gonna cut micro for this. Well, I don't, I don't think there will ever be a. I mean, I don't think so. Like, Wild Growth has, has always been one of the strongest cards, so I don't think they would ever make something that's better than it. Um, 
biology project was interesting mm -hmm. but people people tested it in the beginning like even in big Trade, but it turns out giving your opponent anything is bad so yeah it's, oh is that the conclusion at this point it's just that it's it's not good because of that nobody it's, plays it anymore mm -hmm. like i've like but when you went to asus reaper a lot of people added like one in big through it i think yeah. was the main deck but i think now you don't even play one anymore in that deck and that was really? like the last deck. yeah hmm. Because okay. giving you, like, you just capitalize as Druid on being ahead in mana and giving your opponent mana. That's not the strength of Druid. Well, Druid is yeah, I mean, it's not so much that Biology Project should be played on, like, turn one or anything like that. It, it's just, you know, the, those turn nines for Ramp Druid are so good, right? And I feel like I'd be surprised if they cut both of them, you know, because just still getting to that turn nine is really, really good with Ocard and everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's interesting because I, I still play with at least one mm -hmm. in, in my Ramp Druid, so I didn't really notice that trend happening. Uh, somebody says it's played in Wild, though. Oh, um, Wild is so different. <laughs> yeah, but it isn't the same problem, though. I, I would think that giving my opponent even more mana in Wild is even da more dangerous than it is in Standard. We have like way, way, way better defensive tools when you're playing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So it doesn't matter. All right. All right, let's take a look at the top decks here that we've got this week, uh, or at least for the last 24, 36 hours here. And actually, let me blow it up a little bit. Um, not so, not very many, many surprises here. I'm actually surprised Odd Warrior is actually on there, or at least there is an Odd Warrior on there. But we got Token, Druid, Death Rattle Hunter, Zulok, Odd Warrior, and Malagus Druid too. Malagus Druid's always just sitting there waiting for its time, and uh, there's always one that always, you know, seems to pop up, at least in, in very short durations. So, uh, you see anything that, that stands out here in terms of any cards uh, or any versions first of, of these decks? The name, because I find it funny that this is also Nature's Reaper called Maligos Druid. This is basically Togwaggle Druid with Maligos. Yeah, it. it's, I mean, it, it's a hard one to decipher, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. We this is Mali, Maligos Togwaggle Druid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also the version I was playing in the end of last season. It's mm. just, it has everything. Like, it, it is basically Maligos <laughs> Druid. It's exactly. the same deck. Why exactly. choose? Just throw it all in there and it, it, it just will work. <laughs> it's the best version in the mirror. Because you can just kill them and do everything, but also you have this alternative incarnation. You can just yep mm -hmm. finish someone off with Maligos. So I think that's the most optimal version of Druid right now. The only thing that annoyed me a little bit is that you only run one MC Tech against Hunter. MC Tech is so strong right now. This is why Shadow Shaman is doing so well for me because you run double MC Tech in every single matchup. You need MC Tech. I feel like. Yeah, uh, MC was, Tech is deciding so many games. It's, it's, <laughs> I've been running double MC Tech for months now. So Odd Warrior, whatever. You know, I pretty much just run Hunter Hunter is the number one problem. Yeah, like it is. what, what really cards good. do attack against Hunter? It comes down to just play MC Tech and yeah. get their cube or their axe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Odd we, Warrior has still been popular. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't think Odd Warrior. I mean, I, I played it for a little bit, like at the beginning of the season. It just felt weaker. I mean, there's just so many hunters, and it's that matchup is if somebody actually plays hunter decently or it gets Rexar, you know, re relatively early, you just lose that matchup. So, um, the, I I found myself playing hunter every other game and and really struggling. Um. Oh yeah, I was playing actually. 
I was playing quite a few decks. I was playing Odd Quest Warrior, and I think Odd Quest yeah. Warrior is just superior to Odd Warrior. I would never play Odd Warrior again. Mm-hmm. Like normal. I mean, it beats Odd Warrior in the mirror, and it, it yeah. does better against you, you Hunter, win, too. Yeah. You just free win the mirror. Yeah. Uh, it's much better against Quest Rogue, because Quest Rogue... Oh, Quest Rogue, right, not, not Hunter, yeah. Right. Yeah, Quest Rock was a turn one concede matchup. Yeah. And now you just win. But you're also favorite against Big Spell Mage, which was like also a bad matchup for Odd Warrior. Yeah. But it's a super favorite matchup for, for Quest Warrior. It's still, it's still bad against Hunter, though, right? Uh, It's okay, though, because you you can hmm. just kill them. But that's how you have to play oh, Bakugou. You mean just anyways. like like fireballing face? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, that's true. But you, because you have to remove it compared to regular Quest. Uh, Boria, um, that, that, you, you run out of removal and stuff, but this deck has still like Reckless Flurry, which is a big deal. And you have you run double MC tech as well in that list, so you have good tools. So it's not worse. So I feel like it's just a superior deck. You just mm. don't need Dr. Boom, and uh, the improved hero power is so good too. It feels like a very refined version of Control Warrior right now. Um, uh, like these odd warrior lists. Yeah. There's so many variants of it, and they don't feel polished like a, a clean deck, like like let's say Maligos Druid. Maligos Druid li- looks like a perfect list, and I think well, the quest yeah. odd warrior list seems like a perfect list. It knows, well, I feel like with odd warrior, like, you you can you know you you can weight it a little heavier, you know, at the top or you know low low mana curve, or you can weight it a little heavier, more greedy side, right? And that's kind of why there's there's these different versions of them. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with the quest though. You know, I, I think the the, that hero power can just win you games even by luck, you know, and just a lot of these classes don't have the heal that are that are popular right now, so um, oh, yeah, Shadow Walk Shaman as well like there's a lot of these matchups where you as regular back warrior, you just have yeah. no chance and with yep. quest I, I, I know that, <laughs> I definitely <laughs> lost like a good number of games just trying to play the regular one uh, okay, but it, you know, for the most part, I feel like the meta's settled pretty pretty heavily, you know, it's like it's moving in a very predictable fashion, you know, and we're not, we're not seeing any new stuff happening, you know, currently I'll still run into some paladin sometimes that's, you know, either running the, um, you know, just the combo or, or, uh, even some weird mech version of it. Uh, but f- that's about all the new things I've seen recently. I, I don't really see many new things anymore. Um, I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, if you look at this tier list, Oh my God, this tier list is like insane. You know, like it's, it's uh, if I show it to you here, I mean, look how many things are in tier two. There's literally 20 decks in tier two. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I mean, so I guess the question for you at this point is when we were talking about Witchwood, that was a great thing, right? Super good to have like so many of these decks in, in tier one and tier two. Now, you know, another expansion of this is this still a super good thing in your opinion? Having this um, many viable decks. Yeah, like, yeah. I, well, what's the downside of having I'm like just so asking. many? <laughs> you know, like, I think yeah, that's because, just like, for example, my gaming experience today, I was playing Shadowrock Shaman and I was having fun and I didn't face other Shadowrock Shamans, maybe one. It's like I can play my deck that I enjoy and do well mm-hmm. because it's one of those 20 tier two decks. Like, someone can play even shaman and do well. And right. like, that's pretty crazy. Been... Even shaman's good right now, too. I guess, it's, I guess it makes sense given that you know these type of tempo ish decks are doing well or yeah, just yeah. like also, high value tempo decks. Sea Giant is pretty good versus other tokens. Oh, decks. okay, okay, makes sense, too. Um, 
Yeah, pretty much everything. Is even even Warlock somewhere in here too, right? Yeah, there is. I mean, any deck yeah. you can think of is probably in the top tw top two tiers right now. Let's see what's actually not in the top two tiers. These are all the losers. <laughs> like basically, these are all the ones that you should not be playing. And it's like, yeah, uh, uh, big spell mage. If, if, uh, if I'm not playing big spell mage, you should not be playing. Big yeah, spell mage. exactly. I'm no. such a believer in the deck, and like I, no. Big spell mage is worse than death rattle hunt rogue. Wow. Okay, that's that's pretty bad. That's What's your problem with death rattle rogue? I don't know. I just I, I felt like big spell mage is better than it. It's just I, I'm surprised it's actually. Oh, worse. look, shadow shaman is even below that. <laughs> I know. There's quest. There's that quest warrior. Also, oh, so your your strategy. I, I know what your strategy is when you stream. You just play tier three decks. That's all you do. I, I get it. I get it now. Okay, you try to make tier three decks good. That's a good theme for a stream, dude. Totally Try to make Rick theme. one with Shutterwalk. <laughs> That's yeah, dude. Cora style, man. Cora playing Shutterwalk that entire month. I don't. I don't know how she, how she did that. It's crazy. Uh, okay, well, why don't we talk about EU playoffs? So that happened uh, this past weekend, and man, I don't know how many days it was. Like three or four days of it. Uh, but we got, you know, we finally got a chance to see the. This is the first region, obviously, doing the playoffs, and lots of our favorite players playing in it. But not very many of them got through, to be honest. I mean, I'd say Synthalol and, you know, I know a lot of people in Nomoyan, too, uh, were probably the, the two most notable folks that ended up getting it. So congratulations, Synthalol, oh, spoilers, <laughs> congratulations to Synthalol, Moyen, Renman, and Hatul for, uh, get, you know, qualifying for the World Championships. But, um, you know, I, I think, or no, not World Championships, sorry, Season Championships. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for the most part, we saw a lot of, of streamers or, or popular pro players struggle, you know, and um, we talked about it last week as to what we, you know, you guys were predicting would be the, the type of lineup that would do well. And you guys were right on because the, the aggro lineup was just destroyed. Yeah. What, uh, I think my quote was at least 50% of the top eight. Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll have an aggro lineup. And they, and they pretty much it? did. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much did, you know, so, um, it just reflects this has gotten the one time where i think the the event meta and the, the ladder meta looks pretty similar saw a lot of token druid paladin zoo lock just a ton of it uh all weekend long uh mm -hmm. anything you pull from it i mean i know you didn't watch the entire thing but anything you maybe comments or anything that you you noticed about it um yeah like um who of those people like even like the known players actually know how what kind of lineup to bring to these kind of events. And it's quite shockingly to see that people that put so much work into it to qualify, especially for your prelims, it's the hardest tournament in the in the entire year to qualify for. Like you need so many points and you need so many months in back-to-back -back of dedication and just being good. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to qualify, you know? Like even if you're good at the game, it's, it's so hard. Like you have the competition is so crazy, and then the people that end up qualifying, how many just bring? In my opinion, a pretty bad lineup where I could say, yeah, there's no way you can qualify in a conquest format. I don't know how much I can say because I'm also playing tournaments, but uh, like there's a lot of like quest rock lineups, for instance, and I think you can't ever yeah. be successful with it in in a con in a like if, yeah, I I don't I don't want to go too much into it. Yeah. But 
but um, I mean, it was very obvious f- for me that uh, agro lineups will be performing really well, and I'm not surprised to see. So it's nice to see then for me, like who has a good lineup and who hasn't, and who's doing well, and seeing new people with good lineups doing well. Yeah, yeah it's nice to see, like you know, that they get rewarded for uh, tryharding and being good at a game and getting an edge even over people that are just in the scene for so long yeah so you can kind of see the breakdown you know i think quest rogues seemed to be the thing that people were targeting and you know at least the had the most success targeting um so yeah i mean the people that had quest rogue they really really struggled the the entire time and another problem is like but this is the state of harsh i don't want to i don't want to be always like the, the 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 scapegoat for being the realist I think a, a lot of the good players that didn't make it, I really have to point it out because a lot of the good players did make it and they're not bad at the game, is they had, like, let's say Hoy, for example. Hoy had, in my opinion, one of the best lineups you can have. He has, like, Token Druid, Odd Paladin, Odd Rogue, and Zulok, right. and he didn't make it. Yeah. It's because how do you get an edge against a mirror lineup? The big, it's, like, it's so hard. Like, you can't really outplay, like, Odd Paladin mirrors or zoom mirrors because there's so many of these crazy mm-hmm. openers you can have with like yeah. happy ghouls and kalasef and those cards have such an insane impact on the game that draw rng in the first three turns really decides a lot of the games i haven't watched a lot of these matches but i really can see that yeah in I, especially I, I enjoy the token matchup the token druid matchup i think that's a very fascinating you know matchup but i do agree with like that, 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 and like token Lock. druid is probably the most bun deck in the agro mirror probably yeah. both players bun token druid because it's good versus agro yeah yeah but i agree with like odd paladin and, and zulok i mean that's just whoever draws better <laughs> like you know, whoever draws the right cards you know like at the right time or or it has that curve that's that's gonna be really nice and like you said with zulog happy cool and, and those kind of plays or just whoever gets those or is just going to have just too big of an advantage early game to to overcome but uh yeah hoy had a pretty good line how did he hoy do actually i don't even know like what he ended up um but l- look at her tool though look at this line up here as well yeah, Book Control has a good lineup. Here's the full agro lineup. I don't know. They didn't qualify, so I I don't know if they just. I I can imagine because I know the agro mirrors right now they are not that crazy difficult to play, and they really come down to to drawing just because of cards like LSF and Odd Paladin is so and a lot of these decks are so reliant on who goes first, who goes second. So I can imagine that. Yeah, uh, drawing. I, I thought Boar's lineup was really good too. I, I was actually yeah, a little that's surprised what I was he, he didn't yeah. get all the way through. Yeah. Like he had, he had Secret Hunter in it too. Even I'm not sure they yeah. banned that though. They banned Secret Hunter. Um, let's see Renman. I forget what Renman had. Okay, here we go. Oh, he actually won with Quest Rogue. Actually, went went meant uh, Renman. That's insane to me. Yeah, I mean, look at this lineup. <laughs> wow. I mean, maybe he dodged yeah. all the agro lineups. Well, Renman had a pretty control lineup, and or you know, it's kind of anti- control anti control, and then uh uh. It looks like Hatul had a. I don't even know what you call this. <laughs> How would you describe this lineup right here? <laughs> I, I, that's like a mixture of everything, actually. Except it's, there's there's nothing aggressive in it, I guess. It's pretty anti-agro, but before uh, Togwego threw it instead of Maligos threw it. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. That's a good that's, way to describe it. Yeah. Did he make it? Yeah, 
You made it. That's a good lineup. Yeah. Like I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is just this is a good concourse lineup he has. So I'm not mm -hmm. surprised to see that doing well. Yeah. Like I, this is something I would have probably played. Something that Tattoo played. If I would have went to it. But yeah. yeah. I'm not good enough. So. Yeah. So, congrats to those those uh, four guys for getting in. And the next, I mean, the, the next region is this week, right? It's, it's usually back to back to back, I think, right? Um, I have to look at the schedule. I, I think one week is uh, there's, uh, there's no. one ACT two stop in between. Oh, is it? Okay. Maybe that's where Jay was because, you know, Jay was saying he, he had to go somewhere. So I think, um, yeah, maybe that that's, that's what it is. If not this weekend, guys, it's the next weekend. I have to actually look at the calendar. I always like, <laughs> always get, uh, I always have to look like on Thursdays just to see. Um, but yeah, definitely be sure to check it out. Like, it's, it's definitely great seeing, uh, you know, top players obviously can be, can going at it with these, these, uh, these decks. I always seem to learn some one new thing, you know, each time I watch it. Um, but you know, we had two events this past weekend. The other one was the Geico PAX West tournament. Uh, a little bit different, obviously, just because there's there's you know a, a theme to it. You know, this year they had, um, you know, they usually invite people, but this year they specifically had I would say pro players against you know non pro players type of matchups like all all across the board. So um, in the end, we we saw Terrence M end up winning his first event like ever, which is pretty amazing given how good of a player Terrence has been for a while and. It doesn't actually seem that long ago he finished second at DreamHack, but it's been like a year and a half, I think, since that that time. But uh, you know, congrats to him. He, he seems super happy. You know, at the end to to finally get that first win. That first win usually is, I don't know, <laughs> it feels probably feels like the hardest one to get. Um, so it is definitely great to see him succeed with that. He again played an aggro lineup pretty much, <laughs> like Zoo Paladin. You know, Token Druid ended up winning that way. Did you catch any of that event at all or no? No, but uh, th there's like this trend that people that are struggling for a long time, at some point in their career, they're like, screw it, I'm just going to go full aggro now. And then they <laughs> start just doing win? well. It actually happened the same with Casey, <laughs> by the way, as uh, well. Like, uh, yeah. he was okay. always a control player. But this year, or like in the end, by the end of last year, he started just bringing full aggro lineups and he's just crushing it. He's one of the best performing. <laughs> he didn't bring, so this week he, he brought Taunt Druid, Egg Recruit Hunter, Big Spell Mage, and Miracle Rogue. So, How can you bring Big Spell Mage? I don't know. I don't know. Miracle is pretty rough too. Pretty pretty tough right now, but yeah. You know, uh, so anyways, yeah, so that was that was pretty good. I think Saiyan did pretty well too in the, the tournament. I think he made the semis. I think just Saiyan made the, the semis too. Um, it's definitely fun. I was, you know, watching saying like I, I, there were a couple games where I just felt like he just came back, like which is a really great play, and he ended up like you know turning some of the, some of the games around. So it was it was definitely, um, you know, I learned a few things even just watching him play. That was that was really cool. Uh, but yeah, so another cool uh, you know event for Geico at um, the the PAX event. Hopefully they'll continue doing that. Doesn't sound like they're going to be stopping anytime soon. They've been doing it for years now, so that's really really great. Um, but yeah, so that's you know that's pretty much a wrap up for the events this past week. Um, you know, before we kind of move on, you know, probably get to some Q and A here again. Like we're going to have like a lot of time for Q and A this week. Um, oh, you going to say add something or? Wasn't sure. Uh, there was some some sort of patch today. People were like, oh, was there? Oh. 
Yeah, but um, I haven't Same. seen any notes anywhere. Like, they did patch something. Maybe they put something in the game, but... Like, people were expecting Arena. some nerfs coming, <laughs> but... Yeah. You know, when, they, when nerfs are happening, they're, they're not saying it's pretty far ahead, right? Yeah. Like, three weeks or something. They're not that bad. <laughs> they're, they're not... They definitely tell us about nerfs beforehand. So yeah. maybe it was just the Tavern Brawler herbs. I don't know. Do you expect any nerfs anytime soon? I have a I feeling hope so. Yeah, I think so. I, I think no, I have a, I have a feeling that there will not be any nerfs. Like anytime. I I, I think that last nerf, you know, in, in the timing of it, just just how perfectly it was timed, it was like right in the middle of the expansion. That it just made me think that it was premeditated. You know, and, and I, I think that um, how well it went too, it literally like just rejuvenated, you know, just the meta. Like it completely was like a restart of the meta, I felt like. Um, that I feel feel it would be very wise for them to do it again. And, you know, I think they, they noticed how well it went last time. And there is some hints of maybe a nerf, you know, to some of these like wild growth cards and, and stuff that, um, no, I think it would be, be great if they did. And I, they, I think they will. My guess is that they are going to do something. It may not and be huge, will. but it's going to be something. I mean, no matter what they do, it will insanely change the game. You see yeah. that all the win percentages are, of all the classes are so close together. Like, mm -hmm. it goes from 51 to 48%. Yeah. So any small change of a popular plate card will just change everything. Will it change everything or will it just kind of like... I mean, it will just I polarize think. it a little bit more because obviously something is getting worse. Because it, people so. always play like decks that counter the meta, right? So mm -hmm. if a deck that is good in the meta and it is not played anymore, then automatically the counter decks are not played. And yeah. then a different best deck, it just changes everything. Ooh, final had a good one. Giggling Inventor, six mana <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh my God. You know how much things would change if, if Giggling Inventor just wasn't played anymore? I think a lot of things would change. I mean, at least the strength of some of these decks would go down a, a bit. Uh, I mean, they they might still be played, but there's there's you know winning rates I think would be like right now I don't think that giggling inventor is even that popular. It was definitely super popular yeah. last month, mm. but okay. right now just because is it that popular? Okay, tokens replace it. It's but it's this, popular. You can, I mean. but you can you can always replace it. I feel like like okay, then mm -hmm. I go away away from giggling and play like the, these tokens list with uh, Serenite Chain Gang. That are played. Oh, okay, sure. I feel like you, like even Odd Warrior, you can just not play giggling, play something else. And definitely Hunter saw play even without giggling. But now, does Secret what Hunter does play? like an Odd Warrior? Like, what would you play? Like, but I always yeah. played without giggling because people played Blood Knights in Odd Rocks. Yeah, and, and Mossy and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mossy Horror. Again. Like, yeah. There's so many hate cards for giggling right now. I don't think it's even that strong. But Secret Hunter is more popular than definitely Hunter and doesn't play gigglings, right? Mm -hmm. and yeah like even shaman obviously doesn't play all the even decks like even warlock and whatnot and yeah, like odd, like does odd paladin or odd rogue really need a giggling inventor i yeah. don't know these decks saw already play before it yeah i feel like it's not a card it's i think it's a very annoying card but it's not like a card my opponent plays giggling inventor and i will lose the game no it's but like, it's one of those things where i think if it was changed you'd essentially be freeing up three cards a game. You know, like the person that plays it first off with two and then the person that counters it, you know, with a Mazi or whatever or Blood Knight. You basically, yeah. those cards are completely worthless sure. like if, if you don't have it, right? But so, people would still play the same decks. Yeah, they would play the same decks, but it'd be interesting to see, you know, two new, three new cards, you know, being added to even those decks. Like, would it be exactly the same defensive the, the, type of card or would it be... The only deck different? that might get killed 
which would be cool would be Queststroke because I think Queststroke really relies on the penis of. Oh, please, please nerf. Nah. <laughs> please, no, nerf, like, please nerf Giggling Inventor then. But yeah, isn't it that like? I yeah, think that's I, I agree. Thing. I agree. It's a it's a very important part of that deck just to delay stuff, right? And yeah, it being six mana would be a huge deal. Yeah, but yeah. like you said, yeah, no more Mossy Horus. Yeah, the thing of what Mossy Horror is so strong right now because of Spreading Plague and Giggling Inventor. Yeah. Exactly. And Shamans and Zoom. It's pretty and insane how good it is. <laughs> like, like, it, uh, and you can Paladin, proc your own you just, like, you just clear... What was that? You proc your own X as well in Echo. Yep, it's yep. so stupid. It's just insane, actually, and how how many instances it's good. Um, definitely underrated. Even though people play it, I still feel like it's under rated in some way weird way yeah yeah like people because don't talk it, about it enough like it's so good yeah it's it's oftentimes you you want to play it even though you have like already six six drops in your deck and you're like, well, <laughs> i know I'm right just... like in evil lock i've seen evil locks of black knight skulking geist um mossy horrors double dread infernal uh, what, what, what else is there like all the six drops. like are you kidding me like siphon so <laughs> Like that that entire deck is counters. <laughs> like it's it's pretty funny to see, but it just shows you. It just shows you how how you know powerful or how much value those cards have. And you know you can when you can swing the deck that way. You know. Oh, some hunters even play double mossy horror, which is so yeah, crazy really? to think wow. about. Yes, double wow. mossy horror. You're like. The, wow. Because you get owned by the first one, then you're like, "There's no way I'm going to play around the second Massy Horror, right?" I lost right. the game because of second Massy Horror. It was like then I went like double Serenite Chain Gang. <laughs> oh man! Obviously, there's never, there's never going to be a second Massy Horror. I mean, come on! And then, bam, second Massy Horror. Yeah, yeah, you know the you know the meta is is pretty crazy when people can run two mossy horrors or at least it's, it's so wide it's deck. crazy wide right yeah in a hunter in deck, deck. God, it's, yeah it's a little bit different in a hunter deck than it is typically speaking but mm. um i wonder if they anticipated that you know like i have a feeling they didn't <laughs> i mean i think they Most probably knew that it was a you know obviously a counter to giggling but but they probably i don't know didn't see this death rattle hunter being maybe as as crazy as it is right now um, I love counterplay cards, man. Yeah. Like, cards like Mossy Horror, there should be so much more of that. Like, not just these super trashy ones, the one that does, like, free damage through every damaged minions. Like, the the the, the poor man's Deadman's, uh, the poor man's Barangadon, the card that I revealed, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Seven, uh, six, six or whatever. Yeah. There should be, like, playable ones like Mossy Horror, like, way more of it, definitely. Like. Yeah. I like the fact that they, they you know, they, they keep people honest. You know, like, just the fact that they exist and they are being played to some degree really makes you have to second guess you know, um, playing a certain well playing a certain deck first off and then secondly just like how you yeah. play at the time like do you just commit it's it's like an outright risk right like that sort of thing yeah that's um, that's why I don't see uh, giggling inventor as a problem at all because you get owned by MC Tech Blood Knight and Mo Mostly Horror. <laughs> And both, all three. But are that's insane. how good. But the reason they're being played has has somewhat to do with giggling inventor. That's why. That's yeah, why they're true, even viable. But there's counterplay to it, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. So sure. That's that's always how I feel. But yeah. like nerfing BGH to five mana, and then you face three mana giants, like turn three giant. That's okay. That's a problem. Then I'm I'm like okay, stepping forward and being like that's a problem. Like I have no card that deals with it. That sucks. But if I have like these crazy tools that swing the game so hard that I win the game myself after you play this OP card, 
then I have I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, well, guys, I uh, want to remind you guys we are, um, you know, we have a Patreon for Value Town. You can go to Value Town or patreon.com slash value town and participate in that. If you want to support us and help us continue doing the show. Um, we always like to take time to thank some of the folks that have been doing this for a long time. So our legendary producer, Mike T uh, as well as Bryce L Dave C Michael O Graham S two comma kid Cameron M Paul H Nicholas B Davis source, Nick B Michael S Richard G and Chris C, that's not me. <laughs> but thank you so much, guys, for uh, supporting as always. And um, I want to remind folks too that you know our, our show is an hsreplay.net show. So uh, go to hsreplay.net, check out the stats today, and you can of course uh, end up picking the same decks that all these pros are getting to le legend with, <laughs> you know, and and changing the meta each time. Or so uh, pick that pick the right deck for you, basically at your rank and region. You can always find that there. Okay, well. It's time for some Q&A, and uh, surprisingly, Ahmed N doesn't even have a, have a question today. We have one actually from Jason R. instead. So he says, so now that we have two expansions out this year and the meta has settled, if you were to recommend legendaries from free-to-play players to craft to get max value, and if you exclude the obvious, like Ganon, Baku, and Whizbang, which ones would you suggest to get max value over the next year and a half? It'll be pointless to craft anything rotating out at the end of the year, of course. Yeah, so anyways, what, what are the, the best legendaries to get the most out of the remainder of, uh, you know, this, this year of the Raven? Floop is number one, for sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, and every druid deck, every single one, and there's like five tier one druid decks. Um, so definitely yeah. would be my number one legendary. Like, not, wait, is it from the entire year? Uh, I mean, it's for the until the next rotation, right? So, like, the, do the DKs count? Like all DKs? I think Rexa. Is... Oh, DKs? No, DK. Yeah, DKs aren't going to be around yeah, for so... that much longer. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I mean, you could make an argument for it if you want, but I don't think you're probably going to get very much out of that. Yeah. So. so. So maybe in the first two expansions, I guess maybe we frame it like that. Like, which ones are the best in the? The first three expansions, right? Like no, no, the, the most recent ones, right? Yeah, the most recent expansions, which, which would probably be the best. Um, I mean, the heroes, right? The heroes are are quite good. Doctor Boom, Hagatha. Yeah, he said that, right? Uh, those are the obvious ones. No, he said Gen, Baku, and Whizbang. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, Doctor Boom definitely. Yeah, the two heroes. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any of the other legends that are uh, class legends. Like Shaw and any other legendaries. Well, Floop. Well, they have the. I mean, you just got easy. Besides Floop, yeah. If Hadronox still stays, then definitely Hadronox. Hadronox, I think, is going to be rotated out, right? So, let's uh, Shaw. Let's... Does Shaw stay? Shaw stays. Yeah, yeah. Shaw's a, a Whispering Woods thing, right? So definitely, Shaw will be. You know, Shaw hasn't had quite as much impact as I thought he would. I mean, he's he's definitely good. You know, at, at times, but you know, he's not quite as good as I thought he was going to be. Oh yeah, project, uh, project. Oh, oh yeah, project nine, the secret That's, thing. Yeah, be, I, I, because it plays a lot of these classic cards, right? Plus this card, like all the secrets. I mean, I think you will always play like, or you mm -hmm. will always be able to play a hunter deck with. Brazilian is a good one too. That one's yeah, that's an underrated card for sure. Like I, I think people 
like appreciate it whenever they get it, but they don't really think about it beforehand. You know, it's like, okay, if I, if I have an Omega assembly or whatever, I, I, I want Zilliax, <laughs> but to actually play Zilliax, you know, like people probably don't think about it quite as much, even though most of the odd warriors do play it. Um, Overrated is like if you enjoy fun, then maybe Mechatoon because Mechatoon decks will be better, not worse, and they're like all like almost playable. But that, because like the thing is, if you craft Mechatoon, there's so many different decks you can try and make a yeah, would you, I wouldn't recommend that to a free-to-play player though oh free-to-play yeah yeah but the, the, okay the, none of the legendary spells except the zoo <laughs> one maybe the zoo one is not honestly oh, not too bad because, yeah. because zoo is a pretty cheap deck and it's always like good especially for newer players zoo is always like playable and yeah the, the one mana yeah what? sure right the one mana legendary spell sure I mean free-to-play I would probably look at non-class cards right for value like what are some of the non-class legends that might be? Oh, Electra is also safe craft if you want to play Shaman That's for Shaman. sure. Yeah, because Shadowbox stays as well. So definitely Shadowbox. Mm-hmm. Right, let me see. Yeah, okay, Shadowbox. we got uh, here's the list of of uh, legendaries. So kind of go through them. So if we look at only neutral cards, okay, these are what we're talking about. All right, Zola. <laughs> Zola. I think Zola's gone too, right? Pretty soon. Azelina? Oof. King Togwaggle? Is it worth it? Is it worth getting the King Togwaggle? Yeah, there's not that many to choose from, really. Oakheart? That's so specific. Yeah, there's not that many to choose from from a neutral standpoint. But class cards only. Here we go. Kingsbane. Is Kingsbane worth it? Um... It's so specific. It's such a high skill. Definitely not for a new player. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's one of the hardest decks to play. In the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it requires so many DK. And Valera is rotating out, so no, no Kingsbane. We got Stargazer Luna. Shut up, got... It's very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that. And and wait, Joffrey. Question. Joffrey stays. Then definitely Joffrey. Which one? Oh, this Godfrey. one, Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah, I call him Joffrey. It's so much. I feel like fun. we barely see him anymore because, like, control, yeah. control warlock. But it's is still such a such powerful thing in the past. Yeah, it's just because you know warlock is not that great. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. like one of those twenty tier two decks. It's still playable. Like Sifka, Sifka gets like top twenty legend with like control warlock, easy peasy. It's it's a one of those twenty tier two decks which you can play. Yeah, Terum. Somebody suggested Terum, but Terum's going to be gone soon too. I, so that one's. Uh, a tough one, I think, to try to... And you get and you get Terran from Stonehill Defenders. I mean, come on. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Have to That's true. Them. It's very true. That's kind of like what I was saying with Zilliac. I mean, you can get like it from Omegas and, and you, you're fine. Um, poor Priest. I don't think Priest has anything I would want. <laughs> oh, we don't want Priest. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Priest. Oh, man. Just bad the class for bad, some Priest. Bad times. Yeah. Okay. Any I other? I wonder how many. More I wonder how many people would disenchant the class for like a thousand dust. Like if you could do it. <laughs> disenchant like, a class. You literally disenchant the entire class cards. That would be <laughs> brutal, man. But for like a low dust amount, like a thousand dust. Like yeah, not sh even show your class hate. <laughs> no, it would be interesting to see how many would do it. Like, oh, I, bet, I, don't, I don't know, like man. Priest. I think I mean that would. <laughs> God, that would make my heart drop if I like. I think disenchanted all of one class, even if I don't play it that much, it'd be like, oh God, that would hurt. It'd hurt really, really bad. Okay, uh, some more questions, guys. Anybody? Let me uh, see. You can check. Um, uh, let's see, email here. See if there's anything else. Go ahead and ask in chat, guys, if you guys have any questions. 
it's been you know kind of a quiet week outside of the the um, the tournament, so not as much to uh, go over. Uh, but uh, let me see. I don't even look to see if there's anything. There were like only like a bunch of artifact news. Oh yeah, artifacts. So we're going to talk about artifact. I feel like everybody's retweeting artifact codes yeah. right now. I'm doing it. No, but we can actually do one interesting. The, the model of artifact, what they want to do. I don't know if you read about that. Like compared to Hearthstone, is very interesting. Is that they want to give like every player like ten packs and the same starting decks, and everything else in the game is only unlockable through trading or through money, but you cannot unlock any any more cards for like playing and that's like <laughs> so, such a bad that doesn't model. sound good <laughs> like yes that exactly. doesn't sound good for free to play players that sounds terrible it's like, horrible yes yeah so yes. it's not free to play then it's not at all right like no. you can't even earn you so you can't earn virtual but currency you can trade yeah but like, can you earn virtual currency to do something with that like Really? That's how it is? That would be yeah. terrible. God, that that would be really bad if that's I how mean, it is. I mean, we're still like almost three months away from the from the launch, but this is like current the current Have you played it a bunch? Like you, you got one of the no, early I I'm one of those twenty retweets. Uh, dude, hook Wait, me up for I wanna play so badly. Like <laughs> oh dude, it, it reminds me, it's true story. True story. I didn't get a Hearthstone oh beta my key. God. And I tried so bad to get a Hearthstone beta key. Like I, I did all the Trump giveaways, <laughs> no. all the all the mass retweets, I did all of them. And I got my my first Hearthstone account when everyone else got it. And I won the first tournament I entered. Like all of them actually. Well, I, I guess I'm I guess I feel kind of bad because I have one. <laughs> I have a beta key. No! I've had for like I like feel like it would be the same two months it. now. Yeah. And I'm trying to play a little years. bit. You know what was you know what was cool about it is that they were, you know, they for a long time they were running like these beta tournaments. You know, um, the Valve team. So all, all everybody that had a beta key could actually enter in these like tournaments that they were there was prize money for. I'm not sure a lot of people you know were knew that or not, but yeah. So they were really trying to test out you know just kind of the competitive aspect of it. But um, but I played it a little bit. I haven't got a chance to really dive into it. It's kind of overwhelming at first, to be honest. Like this whole those of you that, that are not familiar with Artifact. Um, Basically, what they're doing is they're they're combining you know like Dota with a card game, so it's it's like a MOBA in terms of you know you have these lanes and there's basically three lanes and then you have your cards that you have to like use like on these three lanes and then there's there's like object you know the objective obviously in these three lanes is to you know, like, to kill whatever is equivalent to like a boss in Hearthstone and um, you know it's like a tower right like in MOBAs the the towers and, and stuff like that. So that's pretty much what it is, and I mean, there's there's different complexity. There's like heroes and, and and things like that you can add to the lanes, but it's um, it, it's way more complex than Hearthstone. <laughs> like at least my first impression of it is, it's way more complex than Hearthstone. Uh, for but me, it's it's I, interesting. I will, I, will, I will play it for sure. But mm -hmm. what I was worried about is it feels spectator wise, it feels to be like Gwent. When I was watching Gwent and I was playing Gwent, I had no clue what the hell is going on. Right. And I feel abs absolutely the same about Artifact. Like, if you're not actually playing... I know already so much. I read up 
and watch yeah. so many YouTube videos, but I never played a game of Artifact. So for me, it's so hard to follow what is going it, on. In the it game. is a little hard to follow. I'll give you that. Because again, like you have three different lanes that are full screen. So whenever you switch lanes, it's full screen. Like the whole lane is like full screen. It's not like you're you're playing three lanes at the same time and you can see all three of them. So it will be kind of hard to follow. Like I, I don't disagree with you there. They, wonder, have, they have a challenge there, spectator-wise. I wonder how Hearthstone feels for people that never played Hearthstone and just watch a game of Hearthstone for the first time. Like how, if they have like some rough understanding what is going on. I feel like with Hearthstone, I, you... Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that you, you, you kill the guy, you know, there's another guy, like another hero that you're killing. And it's it's pretty straightforward. I, I, I would I would say right like, because you, you see this that like when someone equips a weapon, let's say Garrosh equips a Borex and he has free attack, and then it attacks a free health minion yeah. and then it dies. I think even if you have absolutely no clue about the game, yeah, you can just see what's going on. Yeah, this is I like, mean that's that's why Hearthstone's so brilliant, right? Like that's why the the UI, the feel, the you know just just every that kind of aspect of the game is like the best i mean it's hard to imagine a game that's actually better than hearthstone in in that regard you know the animations and, and just how it feels that way um i don't think from what i've seen of artifact it doesn't have that kind of feel like i don't i don't feel as good like controlling the game you know and throwing the cards down i don't i don't have that sense that the same sensation when i'm playing um artifact but you know again it's it takes some time you know like it takes a while to actually get used to playing a, another game too and you know, to really be fair, you have to give it as much dedication, you know, as as you have with Hearthstone to to be able to judge it. But for sure, the complexity is there. You know, like if you like more complex card games, I mean, I, I think that you know um, it's there, and that means you know I, I think the skill difference will be you know much, just a little bit wider because of that reason. You know, like the good players will be you know noticeably better um, than say you know your I don't know, even just like your legend player, like a top legend player is going to be way better, way, 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 way better than, than like a, a regular legend player, you know, there, whatever's equivalent to it in artifact. So, um, it, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's only three months from now. I, I actually I totally didn't realize that. <laughs> it makes sense given that they're promoting the hell out of it now. Um, and the first tournament, isn't it like huge? It's like a million One bucks, million dollar a price million bucks, man. That's crazy. I, I, I did some maths. It's like, if I would go to every single HCT tool stop. Yeah. It would take me four and a half <laughs> years just to play for the same price pool than yeah. one the first artifact. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, but anyways, there's some questions in here. Getting back to getting off of artifact. <laughs> where uh, Valentine is not an artifact podcast. Uh, but West Coming for you soon. too. Yeah, exactly. Are you are you guys surprised at the number of Mechatune decks in APAC playoffs? Um how many were there? Yeah, actually, I, I didn't realize there were that many. But just generally speaking, the fact that, that there, there are a bunch, yes. I'm I would say the now. answer is yes. <laughs> I'm surprised, yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't even, I don't even have to know. But the fact that there are some, yes. Definitely surprised because I don't know. Like The best Mechathune deck I've seen is the Stripe Crow one. You know, and, and it's been probably modified just a little bit since then. And it wasn't that... You know, it wasn't that good. You know, I mean, it, it was it's it was good for a brief period when nobody knew what you know what to do against or whatnot. But in this kind of fast meta, it, that's pretty terrible, isn't it? In the Mechadune deck, god awful against aggro. Yeah, it's very similar to Questro. I, I feel like it doesn't matter that much what kind of anti-control deck you play. 
it's just like a deck that is built lose to aggro and just hard counter every yeah control deck. But Kestrog is just like a better option. But if you want to go full anti control, it's hard to find decks that are as good as Questrog. So you always have like these worse decks, and I guess yeah, Mecha <laughs> decks are like less next best anti control deck after Torquegon and Questrog. All right, so like what else do we have? Like Devil Hunter and then Q Block as an anti control deck in our oh, full line of four decks. I guess uh, mech decks are like mecha toon decks are like. I mean the Togwaddle decks. Missing. I mean like we have all those decks, right? Like it's there's a bunch of them. What do you mean? <laughs> there's a lot of anti control decks yeah, right now. But the, the, I think that mecha toon makes the card as top four best. Oh, like yeah. if, if I, you bring Togwaddle Druid, Death Hunter, and Questroke, then I can see that you play like let's say a mecha toon priest. Okay, sure. What is the fourth? Uh, let's see. Next question we got based 120. Do you guys find that this meta is kind of boring? <laughs> to me, it seems like it's so balanced that it's hard to get an edge, especially outside of Legend where the meta is less defined. Well, most most favorite famous quote is from Strife Crew. If everything is broken, then nothing is broken. If nothing is broken, everything is broken, right? Well, um, yeah. What did you want to say? I think I think that just discounts, you know, doesn't take into account that there's actually skill in playing these decks, you know, there, there, there is actual piloting skills, you know, and I think that's just hard to tell right now. Something we're working on, we'll, we'll be, you know, have something at some point. Uh, but you know, right now it, it is, it's hard to tell. So like when you just kind of look, you know, go to H3 play and you just kind of look and you see like, Oh, that deck's 52%. Oh, that deck's 52% too. Oh, that one's 51.9. It just seems like all the same, but it's not just like you talked about Shadowwalk Shaman earlier, right, Gara? Huge difference mm -hmm. between the good players and, and the bad players, and yeah. So, anyways, my point is, there's absolutely you can get an edge just by being a better player, right? You just have to do that. You're not going to necessarily get an edge by just the deck you pick. Otherwise, you know, everybody can do it. So, but I also don't feel like right now I can just pick a deck which I enjoy playing and I will do well. So. You're kind of like forced into playing. Yeah, but that, that's asking a lot, though. Like having the meta be in a, in a spot where you, yeah, I just want to pick a deck. No, it's I, about I the playing. boarding aspect. It's actually a very interesting question because last month, uh, I was like, I was bored because I felt like forced to play Quest Rogue or yeah. uh, Druid. Oh yeah, 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 sure. So, and I don't want to play these decks, but if I want to perform well, I have to play these decks. So that was boring to me. But right now, because I did well with Temple Mage and Shadow Shaman, those are decks I enjoy. I'm not bored right now, but it's interesting to see that people call them, even though you saw we have 20 tier two decks, the people have the impression of it being boring. That's and, why I was asking you that question earlier, whether but, is this a good thing that we have that many and people are uh, kind of getting used to it now? It's I, I would have used like every adjective, but not boring, you know? <laughs> it's, it's interesting, like we have yeah. 50 playable deck uh, icons. Yeah, that's a good Pretty point. boring, right? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. It's like, it's like do you like losing? <laughs> I mean, it's like you've got a choice of 25 decks to play that actually win. You know, if you don't win, it's it's probably your fault that you're not winning. That's that sounds pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot to play. So I guess the answer your question, no. I, I don't think it's boring right now. Um in fact, I I don't it's pretty hard to imagine again like uh, uh, a meta that's better than in terms of like how many decks we can play than we've seen in the last two expansions now. Uh, I, I think we've forgotten how bad it used to be when, when yeah. we only had I four have, decks have, to play. Like, that's it. Yeah. 
I will never forget like Tuska totem making yokes around. <laughs> yeah. Never. It's impossible. He plays coins Tuska gets like totem golem and then I guess I was. I mean, it wasn't even that long ago, like Q block, you know, and Jay Druid. And I mean, that's not that long ago. Like those de those decks were all like, or even just Agro Pally. Agro Pally was like number one for, man, I don't even know how many months uh, in 2017. So, um, yeah, so let's see. Another question here. Anything? this one let's see all right last chance questions and then we'll, we, we might actually wrap up a little bit earlier this today than we we normally do i gotta gotta get to a, a dinner after this anyways this is my birthday today uh oh my god agro probably was annoying as yeah so it's not annoying right now <laughs> like you don't face a lot of them uh, I've been playing a bunch recently. I don't know about everybody else, but I think if you face, I think it's very important how frequent you face a deck for it to be annoying or not, right? So if yeah. you like, it's the same with Shadow Rock Shaman. I think losing to Shadow Rock Shaman is incredibly frustrating. But when you face it like once every fifty games, yeah, it's not bad. And you're like, who cares? It's the same with Quest Rock, right? It's like this frustration comes when you play Bark Warrior and every fourth or third matchup is a Quest Rock. Then you just want to throw the the screen out of the window but if it's like once every 20 games then you're like whatever right like <laughs> right. frequency is so important yeah yeah and again that that, that's why you have to kind of look at again this 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 chart this popularity chart is so important it's another plug for premium but <laughs> it is it's i mean seriously I, I use this i use this table a ton this table and then going straight to the matchups that's like literally my formula for figuring out what what to play when I want to counter the meta and not just you know play what's on top. How here. much did you would you say you improved as a player since using HS Reaper? I mean, if you if you count like the deck I should be play and the Mulligan Guide, I mean, I think that's like huge, like crazy, crazy huge in in terms of of the results. Probably like I don't know, you know, I probably get it. I probably I mean I don't I don't play a ton these days, but I probably get around you know like fifteen hundred Legend or something like that. I'd probably be just barely in Legend if I if I didn't use it, and, and I'd probably struggle to get to Legend a lot harder than I you know than than I do these days. So, um, yeah, I think I think it makes a giant difference. I think if somebody that's like rank three like regularly, I think they can get to Legend. Like to be honest, if they pick the right decks and they know how to mulligan, I bet you they get to Legend like pretty regularly. I, wouldn't you say, Gara? Like, just mm -hmm. that's so important, right? Like playing the right deck in, in the meta and then yeah because i get this is probably the most common question i get is like what is the best deck to get legend to well it depends right like mm -hmm. if people would use ss replay mm -hmm. or like know how to use ss replay they would know it like it changes every day like if i if yeah, right now money goes through it also any changes on every server it changes on your region look look at the different yeah. region. Oh, well, china is the most different look at china holy crap china is like way different uh you know we, of course we don't have quite as many games in china but still look at this it's like look look at there the, gar should be playing in china that's just what yeah charge <laughs> card's been playing in china that's, good. that's pretty that's much what it means. Yeah, exactly but look at you know europe europe and yeah. asia and america are generally not too far off but yeah, the different it's, regions, man. Yeah, it's very different, and it, it it depends on like on time of the day and on which server you play and on which rank you are. Like like if you are if you go from rank seven to five, like I actually did like one run completely edges replay, 
it, like as soon as I climbed one rank, I it just replay oh, yeah. shows a different deck. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, you're going for like you're saying, right? Seven is like and, this. And I did that. Like yeah. I climbed with like you have to imagine it was like crazy because I, I went with eighty percent win rate with control warlock from like rank five to two, and then HS replay told me to play even shaman, right? And it's such a <laughs> weird thing. I have said. such a good win rate, and now this wants me to switch to even shaman, and then I did it, and then I had an insane win rate of even shaman. <laughs> look at and this. It works. Look at you this. <laughs> Look, look, should, at, look at this right yes, go ahead, exactly go ahead. it's so like as soon as you, three. Oh my you god should, yeah. you should do the experiment the hs yeah. replay climb just play the tier one deck hs replay tells you to play whenever you climb a rank switch yeah i think this is a problem you see look from rank three to rank one yeah com- it's huge all three floors completely huge different best decks yeah i mean and, generally secret hunter is still just good well secret hunter yeah see look secret hunter isn't even anywhere to be found at two but it's also like people should lower. have like an open mind and not be like, okay, this is hundred percent the best deck because HS Reaper tells yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I mean you, you know. people are using people having brains as well. Those are like real people you're playing against. Yeah. So it's just to get like a, a, a pretty good understanding of what is good and yeah. what should be good. I, w- and you could I would like- say like, you know, the this is like kind of the quick, easy answer if you you know, you kinda of want that just by by going through our, our meta t- or just our meta tiers that way. Uh it's only a legend. But if you really want to study it, you can. You can like super study what people are playing, and then you can figure out the matchups, and then, and then you can actually weight some of these. Like I don't think a lot of people know that about. You know, we we can actually go to the matchups, and you can kind of weight what you think that you you know people are playing, and then it'll give you a different expected win rate for each of, of these decks. So it's there's a lot of and things, can, man. <laughs> there's a lot of things, a lot of different ways you can use this. And, and I can, it, I can yeah. tell you from my experience that all the top performing pro players are using this, all yep. of them, every single one. They are everyone who is performing well, like your Mazis and your Saints and your Phenos and your Borg controls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, the number of times Borg control just says, yeah, just whatever, whatever HS replay says. Um, okay. Because stats don't lie, and these <laughs> are like the best stats we have. Yeah, yeah. I'll, Outside of Blizzard, of course, but um, this is, this, you know, that's what we do, right? Like, we're, we're trying to give you guys the best, you know, really look into just the meta. The, the meta is a fascinating thing. You know, like, before you could see any kind of stats, the meta was just like this kind of magical thing. You, you literally were just guessing off of whatever small sample size you played. You know, this is back when people were doing their own spreadsheets, you know, and trying to record all their matches, and then you would just kind of get like, what, what what was your your record you know playing 50 games with this this kind of deck and you know it it's not accurate at all you know so um the fact that we can kind of see a tangible meta you know and seeing it change i mean that that's the crazy fascinating thing to me you know in in terms of of H, you know hs replay and being you know really seeing seeing and being part of it you know it's it's really really amazing okay yeah. well, let's see maybe Thank one you. more thing oh go ahead Back in 2012, when Gara was winning tournaments, <laughs> Gara had his nice. spreadsheet. That was we just yeah, yeah we ruined Gara's career. Is basically what he just replay ruined Gara's career. That's my favorite meme, by the way. The last time Gara won a tournament was 2012. <laughs> it's like it's so perfect. Yeah. All right, Wes, for you, ask another question. Do you guys feel like the lack of good tribe synergy decks, like Elemental Dragon, Pirate, Morlock, uh, is there? I guess do we feel like there's a lack of good uh, tribe synergy. I don't even know that the best mech deck is what what even the best mech deck is right now warrior um what is a mech like n- there's no real mech 
did people just put a bunch of mechs in their decks, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's an Omega assembly. <laughs> That's pretty much what you're forced to actually play the... No. Uh, mech for you. Yeah. Nobody... Oh, well, what? the nice thing is, like, you don't actually have to include mech de- mechs in your deck because there are cards that draw mechs. You know, it's like... It's like what we were saying about Tarim. It's like you don't even have to have Tarim because Stonehill Defender draws Tarim like a lot of times. Um, I think it that's kind of what we're seeing. That's why we don't see it, mech, mech decks. From a game design perspective, it's extremely smart, interesting, but also stupid at the same time, right? Because some outcomes are so much better than other ones, right? There's like this getting rain from Stonehill is so dumb or Sunkeeper Tarims. But in general, it's such a cool idea to have these powerful cards that give you these bad cards so all these bad cards see competitive play right mm-hmm. this all these bad taunt minions every mm-hmm. basically taunt minion in the game is relevant just because of stonehill defender yeah it's very good to have these cards but yeah only like yeah. the ba- balance point is like that you can get lich kings and stuff it's really yeah scary. yeah i mean that the question really wasn't about stone it was more about just synergy and i think that like the cards that yeah. tribal no, synergy it's you know related to that question is that we don't have to play like back in the days these super synergy decks, right? Right now we can have these hybrid mech decks. Like Hunter is playing like a few mechs, Oddvarius is playing a few mechs, or just Omega Assembly to get these mechs. Is that like a good thing now that we have these hybrid synergies? Or like, you know, when they go all out on the on the synergy, like the hand buff mechanic. So if it's not good, it will not see any play at all. Like right, right now you have these cards that it's like... You have these synergies, but you don't have to go all out on the synergy. Would you say it's a good thing or is it a bad thing? Yeah, it's. I think it's. Um, it, it's it's kind of hard to say because I, I think there's the the whole tribal synergy thing. To your point, is that it's very simple. You know, like most of the time, if there's a tribal synergy, like elementals, for instance, like you know what to put in your. If you're going to build an elemental deck, there's not very many things to choose from, shaman wise or whatever. You just literally throw in all those cards, and that's like your deck. And for the most part, it's just curve stone. You know, like curve stone. Some of these cards have more value well, than you know. And um, you know, probably a good thing right now is that curve stone isn't good enough to be good. Otherwise, it would be super boring. Like that literally wouldn't require that much skill. So um, it would be cool to have like synergy spell cards because we like, only had minions so far. Like what? Like if you played a certain spell, that you have like a more powerful spell. Oh, oh, so like a a spell stone, but with yeah, just spells, with I guess, spells. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, be pretty cool. Because, like you said, all the synergy decks are just curved decks. Yeah, yeah. Really boring. So, I mean. You know, the, I think the last good one was probably Murloc, right? And, you know, Murloc was basically Zoo for Paladin. Yeah. I mean, that's basically all it is. Cursed. Yeah. And I, I kind of I like Zoo now. Like, I, I like I like what Zoo is now because it... Except the uh, Happy Cool Kelso. I mean, even that. I mean, it's like... It, it has moments of explosion, but it's it's not crazy on, yes on, on average it's okay yeah yeah but exactly from a tournament spec like you don't want to go to a tournament to lose because of that oh oh i see like the high rolling kind of thing yeah it's, it's true. super stupid um okay but oh yeah. i like the design of mech paladin yeah mech paladins i mean i like the way mech paladins played i, I mean i actually do like it it's just it's not strong enough you know that that's the only only issue with it but I do like, you know, elements of of uh, you know mech being in Paladin. Paladin has a lot of tools that actually makes makes things sticky, a lot more sticky. So um, 
so that's definitely good. Let's see, but a tournament player shouldn't wait. So Gotrix asks, wait, but a tournament player shouldn't use HS replay, right? To re to remember the cards left in the deck in a tournament, he can't use deck charter. Oh, okay. So that that's one mis. I don't know. Maybe people have a misconception about that. So you know, HS replay is not necessarily the deck tracker. You know what I mean? Like, think of it like this: the deck tracker, a, a Hearthstone deck tracker, and HS tracker, depending if you're using Mac or not, and um, those are basically companion apps for HS Replay. So, you know, we need those apps to, you know, to, to actually push the replays to HS Replay so that we can, you know, decipher the stats and everything like that. Um, but a lot of people use the deck tracker part of it too, which is like, you know, the showing of the decks. And I mean, there's even stats too. You know, the de Hearthstone deck tracker keeps a lot of stats too that you don't currently see on HS Replay as well. So, um, and that was because the, HS, uh, the Hearthstone deck tracker was built first. HS Replay came later. HS Replay.net came later in terms of the you know the life cycle of of the company right now, or just the product and everything. So um, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, they they should absolutely use HS Replay because HS Replay.net is just the stats. Uh, the deck tracker you can just turn it off. Like you don't have to not use the deck tracker. You can literally just turn off the window, like or turn off the overlay, and you don't have to to see it. So it's not an either or type of thing. Easily you can turn that off in settings. Maybe we should show people a little better. <laughs> better. Uh, okay, it looks like Wes likes your uh, idea about the spells, which is cool. Um, ideas. Yeah, when um, are you going to be on Streamer Showdown? <laughs> yeah, one of these days we need to get you on Streamer Showdown, man. That'd be fun. How would you do on Streamer Showdown? I always mm -hmm. like am very wary of pro players because you guys don't know anything about the game except Dude. for well, you might because you know WoW like really well. It, 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 it's it's crazy that like most of the players don't know they the don't name know of a card and like the voice line, oh <laughs> like of the cards that you play yeah. every day. Oh man, every day you play a card, you play through it. Like if you ask Fino like about every card name, like the specific card name of Druid, and he plays only Druid, and he knows yeah. like he wouldn't know half of it. I know so, it's crazy. I mean, I was like literally watching Ray C this, you know, a couple of days ago or whatever on on Geico because he was like co-casting with with Doctor J towards the end, and he was calling like <laughs> he was calling uh, cards. I mean, all kinds of names because he didn't know what any of them were. It was it was pretty like Fungal Mancer was calling Mushroom Dude, and <laughs> like yeah, these guys would be terrible at streamer showdown. So, uh, yeah, so how's your knowledge? Your knowledge is good, right? I'm just bad with names. That's my problem. Oh, well, like, God. Okay. Like, but in general, like, I'm bad with names. It's it's just how my brain works. I don't know. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like, I forget even, like, famous people that, you know, regularly, even though I know them. old, like, man. visualize them. <laughs> getting old. No, no it's just, I, I think I always had that problem. Yeah. Because I'm ex I remember, like, very useless stuff. I'm very good at remem remembering extremely niche facts and i can remember them for the for the rest mm -hmm. of my life it's, it's just yeah. weird i'm just generally not not great at remembering things <laughs> but uh okay well we got to get one question i've been trying to avoid some of these but kiwi acer this is the token quest rogue question do you think quest rogue is still a problem despite all the nerfs it's had we answered it last week tldr Gara is the best Quest Rogue player. <laughs> Watch my stream to be slash Garbage I mean, I think it is, but it's not going to look like it is because, especially right now, when you have all the decks that counter Quest Rogue being good. So, but the reason why they're being played so much is partially because of Quest Rogue too. So, so um, 
yeah, I generally, I'd like to see them change it even more. I don't know what it would be, you know, let them figure out what it would be, but, um, still don't love it. Uh, let's see, Star, uh, the kind of thing they do is Star, oh yeah, yeah, Star gives really no. Okay, well, I think that's, I think that's about it, guys. I don't think there's any more questions I didn't see. Um, so yeah, why don't we wrap up? You know, this has been fun show the two of us it's always nice to just do shows like with the two of us every once in a while i mean we love our guests of course we're always going to get our guests but i don't know it just feels more like conversational (laughs) at least for me because i'm usually having to just like like uh worry about just wherever the conversation is going and stuff like that so um this was is obviously more natural and i'm just like talking it's like we're talking pre-show or post-show it's a lot easier but anyways, you want to do some shout-outs, Gar, before we take off? Anything? Shout-outs to, to all my social media. I'm very active on every social media for months. I stream every single day. Twitch tweet slash Garbishaman. Follow me on Instagram. Gar- what, do you, what do you take pictures? Garbishaman. I need to see this Instagram. Where's Dude, your Instagram? I, Let me see it's this. It's super cool. It's super cool. Check out my Instagram. What, is this, it's Garbishaman? Is it it's the same thing? Uh, I don't know if, if it's my real name. But my real name is on my Twitter. You don't even know your Gar- Instagram account? Dude, come on. No, I don't know if, because I use Garabish Shaman everywhere, but I don't know if I use my real name on my Instagram. It could be. Um, is that you? Okay, whey protein? The, dude, your Instagram is your work. Shaman. This is like all workout pictures, man. I mean, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. And I, it's super awesome. <laughs> Look at this. Dude, this, this is so sick. Dude. This is the best stream ever. Dude. Oh my God. People are saying this is the best Instagram. Dude, this is the best Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Follow me on Instagram, guys. It's Gara Best Shaman. Definitely follow yes. him there. <laughs> I'm not so long on Instagram, but my Instagram is already Gara Best Instagram. Yeah. I never got into Instagram. I just, I'm so bad at taking pictures and remembering. Yeah, and Everyone is I, on Instagram. Like, I know, but I'm so oh, It's God. crazy. I'm so bad. Like I realized it last year. That everyone, like people that don't know Twitch are on Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah. Not know Twitch, the, the website that it exists are still on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every yeah. celebrity is on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram's huge. I mean, they have this, they have the whole stories thing too, which is, you know. But gamers you, don't the, use Instagram. I, I think, uh, I think some do. It's definitely underrated in the gaming space, but I mean, I think folks that are successful in it, they like do super well too. But, if you, um, but it's logical if you think about it. If someone sits in front of his computer 14 hours a day, doesn't go anywhere, <laughs> what are you going to post on Instagram? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You know? It takes a talent too. You know, people that are really good with, I mean, it's not even just Instagram. It's like Twitter and social media generally. Like you just kind of see the world a little differently, you know, or, you're, or you work at it. You know, like you're really working at like posts and doing good ones and I, i'm just not great at like that. <laughs> i'm just not good at that so I'm yeah sometimes i'm just kind of like uh oh, you know it, it is what it is but uh yeah anyways follow him there guys follow him on twitter tempo gara of course uh rounding out thanks everybody thanks for the birthday wishes in the chat too and um you know thanks gara for doing the show you can follow the the show at uh twitter.com slash value town gg and uh, you can find the VODs at youtube.com slash hsreplaynet. And then you can also find the show on all the uh, audio channels you want to listen to on the way to work or whatever, on iTunes, 
uh, Google Play and Spotify, soundcloud.com slash v 2 If you want to uh, just search for Value Town, search for Hearthstone, you'll find us. Leave us a, a review if you enjoy the show because it helps folks find um, you know a podcast if they, if they want to find a, a, an awesome Hearthstone podcast too. But guys, that's going to be it for the show this week. Regarding myself, Jamie, we'll see you next week. <laughs>